Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. The third PR myth that can sabotage your marketing is you can pitch on your own. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I usually like to nip this one right in the bud. And, and there's for several reasons for this. And this it used to be true that, yes, you might be able to pitch on your own. All right. And that was when there was a lot of journalists that were still running their own beats. Right. So you have if you have if you're a beauty brand, you could go to the beauty reporter yep. or if you were in a sports kind of context, you could go to the sports writers. Right. That is no longer in existence anymore. Like all of these publications are consolidating. They're moving from print to online only. They're folding all together, which means journalists that formerly covered just one category generally now cover many. This means they're very busy and that means they get a lot of pitches across the board. So let me just you know, kind of switch the, uh, the perspective here. So if you were the journalist whose pitches would you prioritize? Just ask yourself that question. The answer to that question should be totally obvious. It's not someone they don't know. It's someone that they actually get regular pitches from that have turned into really good stories, right? It's somebody that they trust, somebody that they know that they're bringing them that that currency that they want that's going to turn into something that's going to give them that attention that they want, right? When you pay for a PR agency or freelancer, you are paying for their relationships, Now, that doesn't mean that that relationship can be utilized specifically to translate into story for you. A lot of things have to be right in order for that to happen. But it takes a long, long time and a lot of diligence to build relationships with journalists. So you're really better off deferring this to people whose job it is to do this every day, right? And because you just don't have the time or the bandwidth. It's It's just no possible way. Now, like I said, that doesn't mean it's a sure thing. You have to have a story that journalists wants to tell, but you have a much better shot with someone who has a relationship and who knows the art of pitching stories. Yeah, and when I think about this and the whole idea of you know having a beat and focusing in one particular place, this is no different than what we've seen of just the proliferation of channels and digital and messaging and all of those things. And so if you think about these journalists – You have to think about the fact that their lives, just by the nature of where things went, have become so much more frenetic than they ever have been before. And very fragmented. Exactly. And so it's hard enough when you think about the way things used to be, like Anne said, to pitch your own story. Now it's that much harder. And so what they're trying to do is just, in my mind, it's like they're trying to stay on top of things all the time. And so what's the way to to just kind of stay above water? Um, knowing that their job has shifted so exponentially. And so this point, while I find it funny in general, now that, again, I know so much more about the PR world and the relationships, quite frankly, which, you know, I think that's always been something that people have inherently understood um, and the piece that you're paying for. But I, I just think that now more than ever, this point is so important. And why would you waste your time trying to pitch it on your own when you just have so many other things that you need to be doing? Yeah, and I totally agree. And a lot of times it's because, one, people don't want to pay for oh, PR agency, sure. especially because it's the ROI factor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm investing. How do I know? Yeah, it's, I'm investing this much money. Can you guarantee me coverage? Yep. No, no PR agency can guarantee you coverage. Yep. And if you pressure that in order to do that, the first thing I'm going to do is put out a press release <laughs> because they know they're probably going to get at least some Become impressions full from that. Circle. Right? <laughs> 
So, no, it is not a guaranteed thing, but is PR and earned media an essential part of most marketing strategies and plans? Yes, absolutely. It's like gold. Yeah. And it, and it is. It's that earned authentic message. Now, we're going to get into some downfalls and pitfalls about that, but there is an element of that that becomes very, very important. It's sometimes hard to measure, but the qualitative nature of the social proof it creates is so powerful and so important, you won't even notice that is happening until it's actually happening. And you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, all this stuff is coming together. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all this stuff is opened up for me. Right. Yep. Good point. So I'd mentioned measurement. And now I'm going to hit it right on the head. OK. The fourth biggest PR myth that can sabotage your marketing. The more impressions I get, the more successful the PR campaign. And this is a big old nope. <laughs> um, you need to be holding your agencies accountable for quality impressions is another reason why I discourage press releases in most cases, like I just said. An agency can pull together impression numbers based on placement, which may or may not be of value to you. Like I just gave you the example of Yahoo Finance. None of my consumers who are buying Tide at that moment were, well, I won't say none. The majority of the target of the consumer (laughs) I was going after was probably not on Yahoo Finance, right? So I don't care if it was 3 million or 3 billion impressions. It didn't matter. That was not a quality impression to me. So the entire point of a PR campaign is to get coverage in places your customer or your consumer is looking or even your client is looking. Okay, this is B2B PR also works very, very well. This may not be big pubs, frankly. In fact, I've seen a positive placement in a smaller, highly influential pub for a client's consumer base have more impact than a Wall Street Journal article. And especially since Wall Street Journal articles, especially business publications, tend to be much more neutral or much more negatively skewed because... That is the currency that gets them the fellowship, it gets mm-hmm. them the readers, it gets them that circulation, the revenue. So it begs the question, how do I define success then? We suggest you have a call to action to help you track traffic to a certain destination point, and that helps you gauge what is a quality placement or not. So if people are reading the coverage and they're going to what you want them to go to, that can actually a lot of times be measurable. So that does help you put some quantifiable KPIs against it. Mm -hmm. But there's other ways that you can gauge success. So first, does a placement generate more conversation conducive to building your brand or business? That's what we were talking about before, that when you can start putting these things out into the world and people start creating their own conversation around them, this helps lift your brand. This is what we call like the groundswell around earned media. Does it translate well into good social content that has an impact there? Definitely share your PR on social. This is where you want to cross-pollinate, right? So does that help generate something within your community that then helps generate engagement, helps generate shares, helps get more followers there? Does it drive engagement with other important stakeholders or partners? There's many times, and this happens a lot in a more B2B standpoint, where people will use their coverage in important publications to their clients in order to sell business. Right. A lot of them put it actually like right in their salutation of their emails. It's like Forbes top 100 entrepreneur companies listed this year. I'm like it's right there. And, mm-hmm. and so they're using it as a credible factor in order to build their own reputation and differentiate in the industry. Another is does it boost my credibility and reputation, making it easier to sell? Well, I just said that. So, you know, that's those another one. Uh, so that's another one that you want to kind of consider because all of this is about building social proof. Like we said, PR is part of that social proof. It generally takes a consumer something like five to seven times before, before they actually take action. 
So PR is really about making you look popular in that area, whatever that area is important to your audience. And this may not have a direct cause effect unless you have a time-bound, irresistible offer. So that call to action, that um, an offer that says you need to do this now or you're going to miss out, something like that helps to kind of generate more of a quantifiable KPI. Otherwise, it's these qualitative KPIs that are going to really work together to help boost your brand and your business. Well, and to the point you made in the previous point, right, this is why... PR is a black box or something people just don't want to pay for, right? Right. Because it is really hard to, well, patiently wait (laughs) for the social proof or test things out to find the right time-bound offer that's going to work for you. Um, But the impression thing, I think for a long time, and this is where I think PR got kind of a, or left a bad taste in a lot of the mouths of our clients when I was on the agency side, but also the agency was that they would hide behind the impressions. Right. And so they would say, here's the report. Look how great we did. But then when you would ask the probing questions to try to dig deeper, there wasn't really an answer. It was like, well, we were required to deliver the impressions and we did that. Check the box. Let's move on from here. Right. So I think, again, in the effort to demystify, this is a really important point again here that Metrics are hard to outline, which is how we end up in situations like this where it's pointing to something that really isn't relevant. But I think Anne's bigger point about the relevancy or the importance of PR as part of the marketing campaign is really on the other side of this, which is trusting in the fact that if you do have an effective marketing strategy and all your pieces and parts are working together, this can be a really critical point You just have to make sure that you're sussing out whether your partner agency is doing the right things on your behalf. Yeah, and if you want to suss that out, a big question I always encourage everybody to ask is when they give you the impression numbers, because they always will give you the impression numbers, ask them what was the impact on the business. Yep. Right. And they may not be able to give you numbers and I may not be able to give you sales, but they should be able to speak to it. But they should be able to speak to how it actually helped the business move forward, whatever their goal was. And if they stutter about that, then that's an indication that they're not business minded. Yep. Which then you kind of get the impression that they are just about the impression. So uh, if you ask somebody what was the business impact of all these impressions, they might say, well, they were looking to penetrate this consumer base and they were able to effectively generate more sales from amongst that consumer base. Yep. That would be an acceptable answer of like, okay, they understand the value of the work that they're providing and how that work is going to translate into something that's a meaningful impact to the business. And how it's part of the bigger picture. And how it's part of the bigger picture, right? So make that that's how you know that your PR agency isn't going to work in the silo and it's how they know that they're going to be doing the right work for you to help you grow your business and that your dollars are in a good place. Amen. Amen. All right. So just to recap, the four biggest PR myths that can sabotage your marketing. First, journalists want to tell your story. Actually, journalists want to tell the story that gets them attention. If you want a journalist to tell your story, they need to believe it can deliver the attention they seek. Second is a press release is a necessity. Press releases serve a specific role. If you insist on leveraging one, make sure you manage your expectations. Third is your you can pitch on your own. Journalists are very busy. They prioritize pitches from people they know and trust. And finally, the more impressions I get, the more successful the PR campaign. You should be holding your agencies accountable for quality impressions, not just the number of impressions. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice 
and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.